boys what's going on what's up hey hey <laughs> uh, it's funny we don't really do the brunch breakdown after actually seeing each other that's true no yeah. in person no we, yeah. we did do one episode in person right yeah we yeah, did a week of my wedding i think those are uh, that was part of the lost episode <laughs> yeah the way back the way back machine yeah one what maybe that was oh yeah it was even further than i yeah, thought it was further back than that wait was that with there's one maybe i'm not thinking of the right one it might there was one we did like in your house dan is that the one in you're the thinking room? of Mm-hmm. Yeah, the three of us yeah. with one microphone. I feel like that was a long time. That was like, dude, that was before anyone okay. had children. That was before anyone was married. That yeah. may have been Steve's wedding weekend. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And it was before we revamped this podcast and made it much better. I, that's what I remember. Yes. True. Because okay. that, that is when my wife began to hate the brunch breakdown. <laughs> Because, so long ago. Yeah, because like <laughs> instead of us going around Pittsburgh that day, she had to wait around for us to finish recording our way too long podcast. Yeah, I mean, back then they were like two and a half hours sometimes. It was long. Yeah, long. they were lengthy every other week. So they were yeah. they were a double dose. Yeah, yeah that was things. That was life before marriage and kids, man. We had time. We had all the time in the world to talk about God knows what. Um, yeah. Now we're like now. We, we got a cutoff time and we're going to we try to make it happen. Yes, that is what we're going to do. And we're going to have a cutoff <laughs> time and try to make it happen today. What's up? It's the Brunch Breakdown. Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about more restaurant fees. There's a fun one that just came out. We're going to be talking about that one that is very controversial, by the way, because there's I mean, when you look this up, a lot of people talking about it. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Olive Garden and things you can apparently just buy from there which is everything. We're going to talk about that. We got beer, we got music, we got more. And I have a another thing if we need something, but we'll, you know, we'll figure all that out. It's the Brunch Breakdown. Dan, let everybody know where they can find us. Yeah, of course, I would love to. Uh, you can find us anywhere, people. Anywhere podcasts are available. Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud. List them all here. Odyssey, Audible, Alexa, Play the Brunch Breakdown. She'll do it all. You'll find us everywhere, Okay. All you got to do is hit follow or subscribe, though. It's that simple. New episodes come every Wednesday. Okay, if you're hitting follow and you're hitting subscribe, the episode's going to come right to you first thing. Don't have to wait around for nothing. Boom, ready to go every Wednesday. Full video episodes also available. Those are on our YouTube page and our Facebook page. Uh, those, however, you got to look out for, okay? Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific every Wednesday is when they premiere. However, if you can't make the premiere, you can watch it on demand anytime you want to watch after that. Again, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere on social media at Brunch Breakdown. Find us. Brunch Bites are there. Um, what else did we, what we, we queued it. What else did we talk about last week, Didi, where we, we named something with the Brunch Bites. It was like the best of, I can't remember what it was now. I can't either, but it was something else. It'll we, come back to us. It'll come back. That's how we are. Okay. So everywhere, social media at Brunch Breakdown. Uh, and of course, these sounds of brunch, we give you what we're listening to each and every week. We put it together. We keep last week's on there in case you need to catch up. We call it the sounds of brunch and you can find that every Friday or in this case, Sunday, <laughs> every week on Spotify, whenever get Dan, Dan gets around to it. 
Hey man, it was a wild week. You're about to get flooded with brunch cl- with clips because I didn't even know they were done. I didn't even know Dan did them this week. So <laughs> nope, it's all about. We were literally done. in person together the whole weekend, and I, and never once did I go, "Hey, clips are ready." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, oh well, well. Anyways, it's time. Let's get off. Get random. Ch- <laughs> My God, let's get random topics off our chests. Let's get it off our chests. Chris, <laughs> go for it. Okay, um, guys, it's November, and that means uh, we're all just annoyed all the time because people are running for shit and getting elected or trying to. And um, right before we recorded, I deleted like seven text messages from my phone from people whose numbers I didn't ask for, okay, and whose names I've never heard of because your boy doesn't pay attention to the election stuff because I hate it. So I said this last year, and I'm just going to say it, as a reminder again this year, and we'll probably say it every November for the rest of the history of this podcast, if you reach out to me without my permission, whether I love you or hate you as a candidate, I am not voting for you. Thank you and good night. That's all. Wow. Even if you were going to vote for them. that Oh, it, you, yeah. It's a, it's a disqualification. It changes immediately. Yeah. <laughs> If if I was going to vote for you and you do that to me, then I'm writing in somebody from this podcast. I was going to say you write in a lot. I feel like yeah, Didi is that those Didi and Dan are going to get a lot of uh, a lot of positions here in Pennsylvania. Didi, you might have to come back. Uh, listen, I understand you, but just beware because these are the sneaky elections. Okay, whenever people in your town, in your township. Just kind of slide things in because they know the only people that are voting in 2023, not 2024, are really old. So just be aware of the school board levies and things like that, that like Mm. little taxes that can make your parks clean and stuff. Just make sure you pay attention to those because those are the ones they like to sneak in there, you know, so the old people, you know, vote the wrong way. So just be aware of those. Report as junk. That's what I do. Report as junk and delete (laughs) on those text messages. Also, the questions, the way that they, the any questions on a ballot, I hate so much. They purposely word them to be confusing. (laughs) Like I read them out loud. I'm like, I don't understand if I should vote yes or no on this because I can't understand the question. But you're right. That's where they get sneaky. That's where they get sneaky. Tough times, boys. Tough times. Yeah. Half of Siobhan and I's election conversations are like, wait, no, yes means no on that one. No, no, <laughs> right. me- no, no, no means right. yes on that one. No, wait, what? Right. Yeah. So that's, God, I hate it. Anyways, Dan, get it off your chest. Um, Well, boys, I don't really have a whole to complain about this week um, because we're coming off an awesome weekend. The three of us got to hang out and see each other for the first time in quite a while, uh, quite a while, right? In, in the same place. And that was lovely. Uh, Didi, you flew back home because we had a, a wedding of a friend to attend. We basically, you know, hung out with friends the, the whole weekend. And it just made me realize how awesome that is and how those opportunities aren't necessarily as frequent as they used to be, not only from friends from afar, but even friends close. Um and it doesn't matter 
uh, what you do or where you go with friends, just being around them, around friends is a awesome time. And we had a blast this weekend. And it's just one of those weekends that made me, you know, think and try to have that perspective. It's so easy to lose perspective from not even that long ago, but like going back to 2020 when how much that sucked, you know, for everybody, literally, that we were basically left to Zoom our friends and family. And so like the message this week is just like, get out there. Don't forget that. Enjoy life, you know, a little bit as much as you can. We all have busy lives and stuff going on. There's no way around that. But, you know, spending great time with friends will always make life better. I can guarantee you that. So, you know, just cheers to great times, great friends, and and more of it for everybody. I hope everybody can take this time, especially with the holidays coming up. Everybody gets so busy, but take the time. You know, you're obviously going to see and spend time with your family, but get around those group of friends, those ones you haven't seen in a while, even the ones you see every week, and just uh, just hang. Just hang. Have a beer. Chill out. Laugh at other people that aren't there. That's what we do. More life. That. More life. More life. More life. Putting that on the playlist. Let's (laughs) yeah. That's beautiful. I could go, I could go, I think, anywhere with you two, and we could make it like a weekend that we would remember forever. Like I am I am I am positive (laughs) of that. Uh and maybe that you know, like now now's a weird phase in life with everything that everybody has going on, but like maybe a little bit further down the road we take that as a challenge and we really try to see what places can we go and make it a fun weekend, pick some random spots. Dude, that's like a great reality show, but we don't like fake it and get fed it from producers. Like, uh, like every other reality show out there, you know what I mean? Cause now they have, you know, Jersey shores, like they're going on all these vacations and it's all like, no, send the brunch breakdown to like the middle of Wyoming and we are going to have ourselves a blast and we'll make it work in all the most random destinations around the world. The challenge accepted, Chris. I like it. Stop number one, Wyoming. Here we come, baby. Here it is. <laughs> Dude, it's 100% right. I I talk about this with uh, Siobhan's brother because we're always like, when the kids are older, are older, we're going on a family trip and it doesn't matter where. We're just going to pick somewhere in the middle. We're going to meet. Come from Boston, come from California. We're just going to meet in Nebraska. And that's what it is. Because you know what we're going to do? Have a hell of a time. You know who's not? The kids. But who gives a shit about them? It's like, because <laughs> I remember going like going to the Outer Banks. You know who had fun? The older people. You know who didn't? <laughs> Us. Looking at lighthouses. <laughs> that's just not fun. Like, who's, who's, who's 12 and loves lighthouses? No one. No one. Like, but I'll go to the Outer Banks with you guys now. Let's go. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Oh, no, I I get that for sure. All right. Um, I want to get this off my chest. I was just at Costco this morning. Let's go. um, Great start. Let's go. Dude, I got to tell you, uh, all you dorks that hold up the lines, hold up the aisles because you're tasting samples. (laughs) I, I want to kill all of you. (laughs) What kills me from having a great Costco experience is all you people just standing there, not even, not even eating sometimes just waiting for this guy to get done cooking 24 meatballs. It is 
the most annoying thing when you're just trying to get over that. I'm just trying to get to the coffee. Just trying to get to the coffee. Got my cart, and the carts at Costco are freaking eight thousand are so big. So you got a wide turn. You got stuff in there. You're like, you're working. And then you just got some lady just there, just going, just standing <laughs> up, holding up the goddamn aisle. Get out of the way. Take your sample and go somewhere else. Or guess what? Just wait another time when there's not that many people standing there. Like, I feel like Costco could do a better job at this, too. Like, there needs to be, like, a Costco, like, sample attendant that is like, okay, there's five people standing here. The rest of you, come back in ten minutes when there's more meatballs. Like, I just don't understand. I'm like, are there really people out here who go to Costco hungry and are just like, well, when I get my groceries, I'm just going to spend another hour just eating. That's what I'm going to do. They absolutely exist. Yes. And I just want to fight all those people. But, you know, that's I just get off my chest. I hate all you people. That's a good one. I and I hear you. But maybe Dan can confirm this uh, from your grocery life background. I have experienced that enough that like. Now, when I'm in it, I look around when I'm when I'm log jammed somewhere. I I look around to see what's around me because I know that these people are not stupid and I've been shopping at Costco for years. And like, why does this stuff randomly get moved to different parts of the store for no reason? So now when I'm log jammed, I'm like, they wouldn't, this wouldn't ha- like they, the, they know the logistics. This wouldn't happen for no reason. What's around me. And normally it's shit that they're trying to sell, like shit that they need to get off their shelves. So next time that happens, Didi, when you get stopped at the meatballs for five minutes, look around, see what's around you, and maybe you'll start to get some answers. You're exactly right there, Chris. Exactly right. Uh, from history of grocery life and a former Costco uh, member, uh, shopper myself, um, I, I feel the pain. I, I know what you go and people do that. You're right. People are going there for lunch. Right. They're like, hey, I'm spending an hour in here already. Might as well get a little lunch. Might as well wait. Hey, how many more minutes left on that toaster, my guy? Like, that's what they're waiting for. It is. It's a little, it's a little ridiculous. I think they need to move these people around a little bit more, though. Instead of moving the product, move the people around. They're putting them in two high traffic areas, anyways. That's what we always tried to avoid is the high traffic traffic areas. You already have people waiting in a high traffic area. Spread them out to those other areas of those stores, especially those first like three aisles in Costco behind the electronics. They get no love. They're always empty yep. down there. Throw yeah. the best sample down there and just yeah. they're wafting, they're walking, they're wafting, they're walking, and then boom. That's what you need to be doing. That's what needs yeah. to happen. And then it clears up the aisles for everybody. <laughs> There's never end there. The meatball lady is never in front of the aisle that sells Tupperware and pillows. She's just never there. <laughs> but she's always. At the junction of produce to freezer section. She's oh, always right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It makes me so mad. It just, it frustrates me. So I just want to go in here and grab milk. That's it. I just <laughs> want to go grab milk. That's it. And I got to freaking get around all these people that are waiting by somebody doing a kimchi example in the freaking <laughs> aisle. I'm like, it drives me nuts. But yeah. Love it. And well, that was good. Margin are, margins, margins are higher on those items you talked about, Chris. Tupperware, pillows, get them there. Margins mm. are higher. I'm telling you. There's the whole middle of the store. 
just put one somebody there next to sweatshirts and socks. Bro, they're yeah. selling. They got new Costco sweatshirts this week. Costco the shirts. The shirts say Costco on them. Not Kirkland's. Oh. They say Costco. They say Costco. I have to get one. I have to get Ooh. one. Ooh. Okay. I might have to grab that up. Like that. Yeah. I didn't hear. I follow Costco hot finds on Instagram and she didn't say anything about those. Yeah. Well, so. you, I, the real hot finds are right here. You're welcome. <laughs> Chris Gates, hot finds. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was getting off your chest. And now let's get into alcohol. And uh, I'll just continue here, uh, boys, because I got the mic. And uh, Maggie's Farm Rum. Dan took me to the distillery in downtown, and oh my gosh, was it a delight. And I absolutely loved it. And they let us sample something that's not even out yet. Guy just comes from the back, and Shannon, who's just, you know, spots alcohol out of nowhere, and just goes, hey, you sampling that? And then he comes over and gives it to us. So smoked pineapple rum, and oh my God, was it freaking amazing. Like, amazing. And I was like, what in the hell just happened? And this is after like 30 minutes before Shannon's like, don't get that drink because the pineapple rum here is gross. But the <laughs> smoked pineapple rum though, she loved it. So did us. So did we all. And I need to get it whenever it comes out. So I'm really saying this just so Dan remembers to get it for me. <laughs> so mama's farm rum, uh, pineapple smoked pineapple rum. Amazing. Yeah, it was it was crazy. They they actually smoked the pineapple that was then infused into the rum, um, which is really unlike any method that I've heard. You know, you turn of a smoked barrel or something like that, but they smoked the pineapple that went and then it got infused in the rum, and it was delightful. Uh, I hope based on our reaction alone, they're going to greenlight that product and get it on shelves soon because. Uh, I will not forget that one, Didi, and uh, make sure to pick up a couple of bottles when it hopefully comes out later this year. Yeah, shouts to Maggie's, man. Didi and Pineapple just find each other. It's unbelievable. <laughs> they do. <laughs> it's like no matter where the guy goes. This is not, you know, Didi and his tropical fruits. Even in, <laughs> even in the, the Midwest, East Coast. Good for you. It's going to be my food docuseries. Coming to Netflix, Didi and his tropical Ooh. fruits. I just go all <laughs> over the, I go all over the world, sampling local tropical fruits. Oh man, <laughs> what do you got, Chris? What you got? Uh nothing terribly uh, new or exciting. I had another fake slide pilsner, which I think last time I was on, I talked about, uh, and the reason I had it was because the last time I had a fake slide pilsner. At a pit football game, they won that pit football game. And so I was just trying to like find any last possible shred of like good juju to make my stupid football team win a football game. And uh, early on, it was like, hey, maybe this is a combination that works. And then it wasn't. And then it really very hard wasn't. So the beer was nice. The game, not so nice. Um, yeah. That's what I had this weekend. Sad. It might be our first sad beer. The beer's happy. I'm just sad, DD. <laughs> yeah. Just got to drink more of it. This more is like, juju. 
That's this, definitely a t-shirt. <laughs> the beer is happy. I'm just sad. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, Dan, Dan, did you have a happy beer? <laughs> um, I had a happy beverage. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna call an audible the line of scrimmage. Um, beer did me a little dirty this weekend, so we're not gonna highlight it. Um, uh, not more on that later. Uh, but um, amongst our roaming around, uh, after we went to Maggie's, we landed at uh, Wiggle Whiskey Distillery. Um, in the strip district in Pittsburgh, and I do want to highlight a cocktail I had there, uh, because it was the best one of the weekend for me, and it is right up my alley for this time of year. Uh, Chris, I know you'll love the names. So I'll just start with that. So from Wiggle Whiskey, the 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 cocktail is called the Khaki Pants, and <laughs> big Jim Harbaugh guy. Is that what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Um, and what it was, it was afterglow ginger whiskey, maple cream, ginger beer, vanilla cream soda, and nutmeg. And it was so damn delicious. It was a, a, a wonderful fall cocktail beverage um, that was very drinkable and smooth because of the ginger beer. It gave it a whole different type of life than you would expect from all those other ingredients to kind of weigh it down with the creams and whatnot. But, uh, you know, we had a shout out to Maggie shout out to wiggle too for the khaki pants. That's, um, that took the cake this weekend for me. Khaki pants. Gotta love it. (laughs) Well, cheers boys. Cheers. 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 That was bruise day. And now let's get into the main menu boys. Are we ready? Let's do it. All right. Yeah. Well, a restaurant is now charging a parenting fee. This restaurant went viral because they charged $50 to the parents bill saying the kids belong <laughs> at Burger King. <laughs> and they charge $50 to their bill. This has gone super viral as you as you can, you know, only imagine every parenting blog has this thing up. Every morning show has talked about this and argued about it ad nauseum. So uh, what do you guys think? If you're, you know, if the parents are trash and their kids are wilding out, $50 added to your bill. What do you think? I, I, um, we'll get to that in a second. How does Burger King feel about this? It feels like, (laughs) it feels like in the midst of like them making up a policy, they really went after Burger King, right? Yeah. I never thought about that. That's a great point. Not okay. Rough. Going after one yeah. of the giants just because you're a little pissy. I don't know. That's uh yeah. Old strategy, Cotton. That's very yeah. true. Very true. I don't know why. I love. I, I am a lover of Burger King. I'm lover of a of a Whopper. I'm lover of Burger <laughs> King's fries. So I, you know, <laughs> no I shirt. get it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there's another <laughs> shirt. The beer is nice. I'm a lover of Burger King. Got <laughs> <laughs> a whole line. Um, I'm totally in for this. I'm totally in for this. If you're a parent that you can't do the job, if you can't get the job done, everybody there is is feeling repercussions repercussions because of your inability to parent. Everybody in that restaurant. So I'm in favor of this. Now, of course, the lady that it was interviewed was like, the kids were fine. The kids were quiet. 
I don't believe her for a second. I, I really don't. I, I really don't. There are plenty of great parents out there. This lady is not one of them. And if you can't get your kids under control at a restaurant, make a little profit off of it. I'm not, I have no problem with it. I'm looking at this restaurant right now. And I got to okay. say, it looks like a nice place. I don't know why you would take your kids here. Doesn't look like it really is. It's not doesn't seem like it's for the children. Nothing about their Instagram says we're for the kids. So that makes it seem fair then. Right. This isn't this didn't happen at a golden corral. You know (laughs) what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's fair. Right. I mean, $50 is a lot. Oh God! I, I just, just am terrified. Fun. Like I feel like this. Uh, this makes me afraid to go to restaurants with my family <laughs> <laughs> because um, that's a lot of money, like you said. Yeah. But then there's like this quote at the bottom where they're saying like about the restaurant owner owner maybe suffering from burnout, where he's in a place of stress or resentment with his organization. So like, what's really what's really going on with this story? Uh, like. Was the family that bad, or is this guy just like in the wrong industry? I, there, there's a there's a lot of layers here. Hmm. I mean, so, it's on the menu, so it makes you feel that. How many times does it have to happen before you go? All right, policy in place. Put it on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> Print it. Let everybody see it. Probably a couple. Probably a couple too many. I just want to know. I I gotta. I I want to meet this guy just to see how big of a dick he is. Because you real. I mean, because honestly, like all jokes aside, this is a funny story. But like, let's be real. It's like kicking kids off of airplanes for like wilding out. Like, there's things you just can't do. You just gotta deal with it for the couple <laughs> hours that they're there, and just be like, all right, you know, this is just what happened. But like, man, you have to be like a grade A asshole. Like, you know, there's like the health, you know, signs on the wall on like the door that say like a for like whatever the rating. I feel Mm -hmm. like you should have a manager asshole rating on there (laughs) just to let people know what you're getting into. (laughs) Because that should 100% be all you should just know that if you have to speak to the manager or something happens, just know that this is the service that you're going to get. You're going to get an F. Not getting an A. Take your kids to uh, Dick's Last Resort, which, <laughs> as I explained on this podcast a few months ago, was flabbergasted that that even happened. And uh, you'll get what's coming to you if your kids are acting up. And so will they. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well, let's get into the next one here. Uh, Olive Garden. Well, hang on. I got oh, I got a question for you regarding that. Sorry. It. I hate to check up on you. But so... Is if this fee is too much, are there other situations or scenarios that deserve an additional fee added on someone's check? Aside from maybe kids getting out of control a little bit, like say for example, because we've recently talked about the vomiting fee, right? This has just come up recently. Um, I may or may not have uh, lucked out on that one. 
recently, depending on where we were. But maybe like there's a way to determine if someone didn't wash their hands. And if you don't wash your hands in the bathroom, boom, fee at the end of the check catches you. Like we got you. That's for not washing your hands in the bathroom, add a fee under the bottom of the check. That should happen. That'll teach you a lesson. So what else? What else could be a scenario where like if people, I know some things that restaurant don't like is when groups hang around too long once they're done eating. Mm -hmm. Right? Because they want to turn the table. So you just got like a ticker. It's like a taxi. And they just put it down the table. Like you can stay here as long as you like. This is what your fee will be at the end of your bill. If you continue to sit here and, and chat along, take it somewhere else, please. That would be called the high school kids with nothing to do fee. Yes. Yes. Oh, you just, oh. you know, when they're done ordering stuff at Eaton Park, you know, or wherever the diner is that high school kids can afford. And they just yep. come over, slap the thing on there. They're like, enjoy. Have fun, guys. You're on the clock. <laughs> yeah, you're on the clock. Here it That's is. That's great. Here's your feet. That's great. Um, I, I was thinking something that would be a good fee. I think places should do this. I think there okay. should be a fee for you to just bring your own alcohol into whatever place you want. Some places let you bring anywhere. wine anywhere. I think you should just be able to do that, and you should have to pay a fee for it. And that's a fee that I think you should be able to do, and you could get away with at most places. Because maybe you're just like, I don't want the one stone IPA that you have on tap at Applebee's. Maybe I want to bring in my own. You should be able to pay a fee the maybe same I way <laughs> you can bring you can bring wine in to like you can bring wine into like expensive restaurants and whatnot and they charge you a cork fee. But I don't think you should yeah. just be able to do that at expensive restaurants. I think you should be able to do that anywhere. I think you should just be able to bring in your own and just pay a fee for it. I'm here for it. That's an interesting one. You're right, because there is a BYOB or a quirk fee for something like that, but you see the one IPA and Didi's like, nothing pineapple? Let me pull out my cooler. And then just boom, pineapple beers right there, ready to go. Well, you know, I fruit, feel, little grapefruit, I'm ready. Like, you weren't ready, but I'm ready. Charge the fee. Charge the fee. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for Didi. He's going to Applebee's and never getting the IPAs he wants. You know? See? That's rough. It's a problem. <laughs> oh, man. Um... I mostly have like, I've never worked for a restaurant. Have you guys? I haven't. No. Yeah. I have friends that have. Yeah. Um. So I don't know like the anger that's on that side, you know? Yeah. I just know the anger as an eater. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. all the things that piss me off when I'm in a restaurant of like stuff happening that I don't want it to happen. Um. That like I wish... I could get money back on it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like the mm -hmm. waiter who comes to the table just way too many times uh, and stuff like, like, I don't know. I like, I have more of those rolling through my brain than like the restaurant should charge me more. I do think like kind of in line with the vomit fee thing though, like probably a drunk fee just in general, like a drunk fee. Like mm. if you at any point during the meal, are struggling to put sentences together to your waiter or waitress, like boom, fifty. Yeah, add it on. I like fifty that. in a cop car. Fifty in a cop car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm a big fan of that, but I want to. I, I don't want to go 
past this whole like charging the waiters and waitresses thing. <laughs> I love that. Your view is fully <laughs> in reverse, Chris. You can't just skate past the fact you're like, listen, you right. come to the table more than five times. We take five dollars out of your paycheck. <laughs> yeah, it's a dollar every time you come more than I want you to be there. That's how. Yeah, it, it's just too much. Or, or if you're not back here in six minutes with our drinks, uh, yeah, you know, put a timer like a chess clock minus. on the table, and just start the timer. Right, right, right Didi. Ah. If you're out there getting breakfast, if you are a waiter or waitress at a breakfast place, you should have regular the pot the pot of regular in your hand when you approach the table. Somebody yeah. there is ordering coffee. Give it to them right there. <laughs> That's not beer Treat it like bush. Denny's. Treat it like Denny's. Yep. Do it. Make it yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I never respected Denny's or IHOP more than this weekend when this lady yeah. took forever for her to bring us coffee. Regular ass coffee. We weren't we didn't order three lattes. We just wanted regular ass coffee. And it took forever to get it. Too long. Way too too long. long. Yeah. Um, I think. Going back to the original, I think people should be charged if they turn on their flashlight to read the menu in a restaurant because like old people, because it's too dark in there, like you need to come here earlier, sir, or get better glasses because this is a nice restaurant and I don't need you flashing your Samsung LED camera everywhere because you can't read and it's bouncing off the menu and you're ruining the ambiance up in here sir you will be charged a fee for your flash flash fee i don't like it <laughs> flash fee oh that's great uh, i think if you put all these together we're alienating like any clientele oh yeah like no one's yeah. coming to your restaurant no the no. other one, the what other about, one I had what, is a vaping fee. Like if I see anybody ooh. sneaking a vape, sneaking yeah. one it, like it's kind of like because yeah, you can do it. You know these things are like really small. They're like whatever, and people just you see them in the corner. You know, no, if I, I want the cameras on at all times, just pointing out. Oh, got a vapor. The table twelve. Yeah, I want that fee. I want no vaping. A black light <laughs> and it's just like purple cloud of smoke. I see you. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Well, Chris left us mainly because <laughs> he doesn't want to go to our restaurant. Because I mean, Chris, noted vapor, parent. Yeah. He Flashlight user. Yep. Doesn't wash his hands. Washer. <laughs> he got so offended. He had, he is he's he's done. He's done with us today. He can't he can't have any more. So he's not coming to our restaurant and. We'll have yeah. to finish without him. Yeah. He said he would rather go to Olive Garden, where apparently you can buy anything from Olive Garden. Dan, you sent this story <laughs> to the Brunch Breakdown group chat. Tell us about it. Yeah, this kind of incredible story that uh, word has gotten started to go around slowly that anything not bolted to the facility at Olive Garden is essentially for sale. Anything you want. There's a price for everything. And I I love this. I love this about Olive Garden. Um, again, as long as it's not bolted to the building, it's for sale. And the uh, the story came up because of the, uh, the very famous cheese graters at Olive Garden. 
um, just encapsulating cheese grating right over. Yes. Love it. They're for sale and people are buying them for 15 bucks now, apparently where on the street is you can get those cheaper elsewhere. <laughs> I'm sure you uh, but can. Olive Garden's throwing in a little piece of cheese that Ooh. was in there. They're keeping the cheese in there. So worth the extra value there. So it uh, just stirred up the conversation of if you could buy anything non-permanent at any restaurant anywhere like the cheese grater of Olive Garden, what would you uh, what would you want to buy? What would you want to have at home that your favorite restaurant has? Oh, man. You know what I want? <laughs> I want the bags that Pizza Hut pizza comes in the delivery bags Ooh, okay the pizza okay. pizza comes in and i'll just like use it as a backpack use it as a briefcase <laughs> carry my laptop <laughs> in it <laughs> whatever but i used to just think because delivery pizza was such a big deal as a kid like it was like in movies like home alone like just the delivery guy with the red bag like that was a thing so like i don't know what it is like that makes me happy when I see one, but now it's like we have DoorDash for all these other things. You don't really see that anymore. But like mm-hmm. it was just such a big deal. It was like delivery just meant pizza in that red bag. And that's what I want. Yeah. I want that. And I just it just make me happy. I love that one. I love that one. Uh I've got a pizza one too, uh Pizza Hut. I want the Pizza Hut. I want the deep dish pan that they're using okay. to make their deep dish pizza. Okay. I like that's gotta that. be that would be for sale. I want the deep dish pan that they're making the deep dish pizza from at Pizza. I want that. And if they're willing, if you can sell me the seasoning that they put on the breadsticks, I will clear your inventory and keep that forever because that is crack. I can straight crack cocaine <laughs> on the breadsticks, and I love it. I'm sure it's easy to figure out, but their special blend of seasonings is just perfection. I can't believe you can't buy that. You can buy a lot of other stuff because I thought about that. Wing sauces and like you can buy yeah. so much now. It is kind of amazing that they haven't put that in retail yet because I buy it up. Because honestly, now it's funny that this topic, it's like you go to the grocery store and it's like you can buy Olive Garden Italian dressing. That is Olive Garden Italian dressing. It's it's that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's the, mm-hmm. you you can buy the red lobster biscuits. You make them; they taste just as good as the biscuits. You know, it's like you can buy the buffalo right. wild wing sauces. You can buy like a bunch of different. You can buy so many things now, like Chick Fil A sauce. That has stopped me from going to Chick Fil A as much as I did because <laughs> I can just make chicken breasts and put Chick Fil A sauce on it. It's great. So True. like, yeah. Um, you know, I want to buy a. Uh, I want to buy an Olive Garden uniform. What? <laughs> That's what <laughs> I want to buy Olive Garden uniform. I really, I really want to buy the polo. And like, I don't think you can just buy one. <laughs> and I just want it. Like, I just want to be able to buy the OG uniform. And I want to be able to go into Olive Garden and just have people think I work there. Maybe I'll take people to the table. Just want to be able to buy yeah. the OG uniform. I just think it's All the right. best one. It's worth a shot, right? Go yeah. in there, and because Olive Garden's the one we know they're doing this. The other, these other ones are, are fantasies of ours. But mm-hmm. be like, shirt off your back, yeah, shirt off your back. Here we go. It's like, oh, Name you want me to get that extra? You want me to get this special that you have going on? You know, How about yeah. you give me the shirt off your back. Yeah. 
I like that. Uh, here's one. I want the, and I didn't quite know what to call this. <laughs> and I'm, I want the sizzling fajita plate that you can get at like Chili's or Applebee's. Those like sizzling entrees that come out just sizzling right on that thing. You got your little, you know, wood frame surround and the handle. I want, I want that. I won't be making meals on that because I get so mad when my food gets cold because the plate's cold or the room's cold. Just I'd sizzle everything away right on that little fajita plate. I want one of those. This is going to sound stupid because we have like uh, iPads and things, but like, whatever, I'm old. Uh, I really want a TV that was like built into a table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I, that's what yep. I want. I want the TV at any like sports bar, or any restaurant that had those. I just want that. Like, I just want to pick that up and take that with me. That's what I want. I like that. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. But I want it built um, back into my kitchen table, <laughs> like back into my dining room table. Yeah, because it's not bolted to the ground. No, so it's you're, not. You're clear there. And like mm -hmm. like this one, like and I'm probably speaking on behalf of Chris here, too, uh, since he's left us. But the like burrito press heater from Chipotle, the massive one where they can throw that big right. right and it gets pressed right before they make your burrito. That thing is massive. I know there's panini mm -hmm. presses and things like that. That thing is, it's set to the perfect temperature, the right amount of time, and it's huge. And I would just have a field day with all burritos moving forward if I had something like that. And that's just, boom, unplug it, put it in the car, pack it up. God. Yeah, that's a good one. There, like, and speaking of that, and I just thought about this, they're at the Earl of Sandwich, which I'm sure other salad places have these, but they definitely yeah. have an Earl of Sandwich because you can watch them making your stuff. They just have these big knives that like, and I know you've seen the rounded knives that you like cut the lettuce with or whatever you cut, you know, they're made basically made for like chopped salads and like, but like they have this huge one that goes into this huge bowl and it perfectly fits the bowl. And it just mm. chops the shit out of everything. And that's why the Earl of Sandwich is the freaking best. But like, yeah, I want that. Because, like, I love chopped salads, but you know who doesn't like to chop shit with just a knife? Me. It takes forever. <laughs> but if I had that thing, I'd just be freaking putting on some music. I'd just be rolling along. Just freaking killing That's it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. That's a really good one. That's yeah. a really good one. Um, you met, We mentioned you mentioned kind of the TV and the table mm -hmm. idea. I want the table, a table, anyone okay. from melt from melting pot. I want the okay. table okay. with the built-in okay. stove for fondue. Okay. <laughs> Throw the pot in for an extra 50 bucks. Give me that. The table because the table just it just plugs in. It's a table that plugs in. That's all it is. But the feature would be game changing because I'm sure you can use it for other things besides fondue. And then I don't need my sizzling fajita plate. I just have the table. I just have it right there. <laughs> so I don't even need that. But melting pot, let's go. Sell me one of those tables. 
That's good. Because you can't say that with Benihana because those are like stoves just built into the ground. Like you right. can't pick up and, you know, you can't take that. But right. definitely a melting pot. For sure. Load up the oh, table. Put it in the truck. That's a good one. <laughs> um, the last one, the last one that I had, uh, <laughs> Siobhan reminded me of this today. Um, I want, because I love, I love Brazilian steakhouses where they run around with the skewers. They just meet Christmas, the freaking mm. best. I want those skewers. Because those Ooh. skewers are humongous. Like you can't, I may, I'm sure you can buy them somewhere, but I'm sure they're mad expensive because they literally hold up like fillets of meat. Like they hold up ribeyes. Like I have, like I have skewers at my house that I can put chicken on. And if the chicken's too big, it's falling off. And I like feel like my skewers are pretty nice. They are not these that just go through <laughs> huge pieces of meat and they just walk around, just running around with those things. And I want those because I want to like serve my family dinner with those skewers and just be walking around my house like a crazy person. Look stupid. <laughs> my kids will be embarrassed, but I, I just want to be able to do it. I like that. I like that. Um, my last one's a, is a small accessory as well, but. You know, buying maple syrup from the grocery store just isn't the same. And they come in fancy bottles and whatnot. But, like, give me the ones at IHOP. I want, like, the three, right? The Like, the regular, the blueberry, and the strawberry. Like, I want the, the trio syrups just right there lined up. There's just something different about pouring it in one of those IHOP uh, pours versus squeezing it out of the grocery bottle or the glass thing that looks like a leaf or something like that but that's a little nostalgia in that one i think would make a nice addition to the kitchen i like that and you know you just there's something else out that just made me think back to pizza hut i want the cups man i just want to replace i would replace i would replace all my cups right now with 12 red pizza hut cups i would i would replace (laughs) them right now if Pizza Hut gave me red cups, I would I would throw all of my glasses out, all of them. It would be red Pizza Hut glasses and wine glasses in my cupboard. That's what it would be. <laughs> I would replace them right now for those. That's a great one. I love that. Yep. I love that. Perfect. <laughs> That's great. Well, I have brunch breakdown. Uh, what do you want to just take from your restaurant, whether it's Olive Garden, whether it's whatever? Just what do you want yeah. to take from it? Because let us know. Yeah, the now now I have to go to Olive Garden just so I can just ask random shit. Can I have that? Yeah, like, they used yeah. to have those like real. Their house wine is in those like huge bottles. Mm-hmm. They used to have like give me one of those. It's like I'm just gonna start in the price, in the price, same the price. Olive Garden subject to availability. That's all they say. Well, check that's, it out. Yeah, that's happening for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Dan, let's uh, let's get into music, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's yeah. get into some music. It's been a uh, fun couple of weeks of music. Um, I guess if you are a Taylor Swift fan, you're. Uh, I just, I don't get it. Uh, and I'm gonna start with that just for this reason. I listened to a song off of Taylor's 1989 Taylor's version, and I would much rather have 1989 Scooter's version because. She's a good, she's a much better singer now, which happens yeah. to people who are around for a long time and successful and talented. They become better singers, right? And I'm saying this about, you can say this about anybody. Like if Usher remade his songs from 1997, it's not going to sound 
like it's not gonna sound the same. And I like the way 1989 sounds and the way this version sounds. Like you listen to Blank Space, you're like, this is different. I don't like it. And so, you know, I'm gonna challenge everyone. Listen to style by Taylor Swift on Taylor's version, and you'll be back to Scooter's version in a second. So hmm. there okay. you go. Challenge accepted. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're right. You make a great point. It's not gonna sound the exact same. It doesn't. It's not. It doesn't. And that album is like insanely popular. That's why it's like it's huge. It's why this why the re-record did so well. It's because everyone already likes the those have the biggest hits for a career on it. So it's like, yeah. of course, this album is gonna be, you know, the biggest thing in the world. But it's like the sound they sound different. You're gonna wanna yeah. go back. It's a fair point. It's a yeah. fair point. Uh, I'm going to take a little different approach to what we're listening to this week. Um, There has been a lot of good new music over the past few weeks, Um, but I am in the middle of a incredible stretch of three concerts in four days after a wedding and everything else that we did last weekend. (laughs) And I'm going to be exhausted, but in preparation for those shows, I'm listening exclusively to those artists uh, I'm going to start with the show I've already seen over the weekend, uh, the 1975. And I've seen them at Coachella a couple times before. So this is the first time I got to see them at their own headlining show. This band is so good. I think vastly underappreciated somehow, even though they sold out an arena. I think what, I think it's easy for people not to get behind them and not really like their music or their lyrics or something like that. But I encourage you, if you can... Go see them live. It'll completely change your perspective. They have a full band on stage of like eight or nine people playing different instruments. It was the most amazing set design I have ever seen. Ever seen. It was like this. You thought that what... uh you know, Snoop and Dre and everybody did it. The Super Bowl halftime show, like the room, rooms in the house was cool a couple years ago. This was done on that scale, but just to perfection. And the way they moved around, the the concert was almost shot like, um, like it was for a movie. And it was just for the screens and the people in there are so well produced. Anyways, go see the 1975, still at their very best uh, tour. Um, but I'm going to put on their song two time, two time, two time from their album, a brief inquiry into online relationships. It's very catchy. Um, you just can't help but move to it. And especially live, there's a different energy from it. Um, so a lot of 1975 this week, but that one, maybe, maybe it didn't get them on the radio as much as some of their other hits did. So I was trying to take it a little different. Yeah, I dude. I like 1975 and you saying that about the 1975 um, is interesting just because Maddie Healy was very close to ruining the 1975. Yeah, fair. With his mouth. And I'm happy that he just decided to be quiet. Yeah. Because I was very like, bro, like, because, yeah, they're selling. Yeah, they're doing a humongous tour right now. And it's like, and I feel like not enough people are talking about the 1975, and that's because of him. So it's like, yeah, just be quiet. Just be quiet. Yeah. Just, just take it quiet. easy, Matty. Yeah. Matty. Yeah. Come on. Just be a little quiet. 
<laughs> um, Megan The Stallion put out a song this week. Uh, I guess it's the first single off her um, upcoming album. Uh, it's called Cobra. And it is the first club banger that I've ever heard. I could be wrong. That is, it's like, it's about depression. And the lyrics of this are amazing. And she sounds so good on it, but it's like the opposite of where you think the song is going, but the beat is banging. Megan sounds amazing. But when you listen to the lyrics, you're like, she's like, she's like, I'm not dancing at the club. I'm depressed. But she, <laughs> but, but she's saying it. it it's, I'm, I, you just have to listen to it. The song's awesome, but it's just so. It's it's so interesting. It's just something that you only that you don't really hear in like rap music a lot, unless it's a like slow song. Like it's not like people haven't talked about different things in rap music, but it's just the fact that this is a banger, mm. and it is about not wanting to do something because I'm depressed and I don't feel great and I'm here. But it's like you just you only hear something like this in like you know pop punk music where like it yeah. will be the it will have the best court. Everybody's dancing to it, whatever. And this song is actually sad as shit. You just don't hear that. <laughs> you don't hear that in hip hop that much, especially this way. Cobra, Megan Thee Stallion. It's freaking. It's awesome. It's awesome song. Great point. Great point. Yeah, yeah that'll be an interesting, uh, interesting listen, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, next one up for me is next show up for me this week. Uh, DD, an artist you've already seen recently on his West Coast leg of the tour, but our man. Teddy Swims. Oh, yeah. Love Teddy Swims. Now, I know he's been on the playlist a lot recently because of his uh, new album that came out that he's touring for right now, which is, of course, the reason I'm so excited to see him. However, OG fans of The Brunch Breakdown know that the OG single that brought Teddy Swims into our lives came back in 2020 when I put it on the playlist immediately as soon as the song came out. And here we are three years later, and he is blowing up. Lose Control is played everywhere, literally everywhere. every radio station. It's everywhere. And I'm very happy for him. Um, but one of his first ever released songs that introduced us to introduced us to Teddy Swims back in 2020 was Broke, and Broke is going back on the playlist this week. Yes, and not the version with Thomas Rhett. Nowhere Correct. Near, <laughs> nowhere near the playlist. No, no, not at all. Yeah, not at all, dude. Uh, no, I love broke. I love that song when he plays it, dude. I can't wait to talk to you about that show because it's really good. I don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So same thing with like Quinn. It took it. Same thing with the the Quinn ninety two show that you're going to this week. Also, I can't wait to talk to you about that too. Yeah. Um. So I heard this song in your car. Uh, Orange blossoms by Goldford. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a hell of a song. <laughs> That's a hell of a song. I listen to that so much uh, in my headphones or uh, at the airport or going to the airport and all that stuff. That's just a really good song. I am a big fan. So shouts to Gold Ford. That is a good song. That is a good song. That was on my, that just missed the cut for me uh, this week. If I didn't run with my theme, that probably would have made it. I was like, oh, uh, we heard it in the car too. That was, I'm like, this is good. This is good. Really good. It's a really good song. Um, but last one for me, you mentioned him, Quinn 92. That's the, that's the final show of the week. Um, and there's so many songs that he has that I could put on so many, but 
I'm 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 being selfish on this one. Uh and I'm going to put stay next to me on the playlist uh featuring Chelsea Cutler of course. And of course has a super special meaning to me because it was my first dance song with my wife. I fell in love with that song the second I heard it. Didi, you and I had conversations about it immediately and it didn't think like didn't look like it was heading in that direction, but <laughs> My wife ended up loving it too, and now it has this permanent fixture in our lives. Um, we already got to hear it once uh, live, but it was before we were married. We got to hear it before we were married, but we, it was with both. Chelsea, Chelsea Keller was there too, so that was kind of uh, special, but it'll be uh, cool to see uh, Quinn92 again to cap off the week, the crazy week of uh, three shows in four days. Uh, dude, that's wild. You were going, going in. I'm jealous. Yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah, I'm jealous. Um, <laughs> dude, we'll see how I feel yeah, at the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, you won't feel so great at the end of the week, but, um, but I'm jealous <laughs> of you being this. Um, yeah, dude, actually going to bed. It's funny. Going to Bethany's wedding actually saved myself from myself because and saved a lot and probably saved money, too, because like Doja Cat was Friday here and then Travis Scott was Sunday. So I missed both of them. Ooh. But I just feel like both those shows would have taken it out of me, taken it out. Take yeah. it out of me. Oh god. Don't know if I could have yeah. done it. Don't know if I could have done it. So I kind of got saved by myself. <laughs> you know, I right. needed some space in between. Um, all right. Last one I got here is Kevin Abstract, uh, formerly of Brockhampton, who they are not a group anymore. I think they do like random festival spots, but like they don't do any uh anything together anymore. But Kevin Abstract has got an album that just came out called Blanket, and there's a song on there called Madonna that is really freaking good. And um, Kevin Abstract's weird. So if you listen to the album, you're not going to like all of it. But there's going to be some things you like about it. But Madonna, really good song. And I'm a big fan of it. So, yeah. Nice. That's my last one. Nice. Yeah. That's what we're listening to. Yeah. And also, by the way, shouts to you. Green Day's put out, what, two songs? Both yep. great. Very excited to see where this goes. Yeah. I'm glad you feel the yeah. same way. I, it's, yeah. just, it's just got a little different different sound to it. It's a little bigger. Yeah. And I'm excited for more. Yeah. Very much. Should so. be a great album. Well, that's what we're listening to. Tell Siri, tell Alexa to play the sounds of brunch. And, you know, it's updated every week with new songs. It's got two weeks of songs on it. So make sure you check it out. Excited to hear what Chris has uh, on his side of the playlist, too. So make sure you check yeah. it out. Sounds of Brunch exclusively on Spotify. All right. Well, Dan, that is the brunch breakdown. Any final thoughts, dude? I opened the show talking about spending more time with friends and here we are. We lost literally lost one in the middle of this episode. So Chris did not take my words too kindly. Apparently he wants to spend less time with us that now he's only doing half episodes. So I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Uh, you know, my final thoughts are any young people out there listening or older people out there listening, just know weddings are better than high school reunions because the people you really care about are there Back. not at your high school reunion so just think Back. about that when you're making your travel plans and that's Smart. the brunch breakdown <laughs> we're out